Welcome back, everybody, to another fun, fun, fine episode of Wrestling 101 with Jackson. I am your co-host, Stephen Booth, and... I'm your host, Jackson Booth. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. Let me tell you something. And today, I got the fiend. Yes, we was at the store today, and he got the fiend came in today. And MJF. And the Undertaker oh, yeah. with so the motorcycle. The, um, the MJF, and he's got the Undertaker now, the uh, motorcycle. Yeah, that's cool. Like, it comes with these parts going to the front, but I can't figure out how to put them on. Yeah. Wait. But I hope everybody's been, uh, sorry, our dogs in here are being. Humping each other. Just, uh, no, don't say yeah. that. They're just being, sorry about that. We had to fix a, fix a little problem we was having with our studio dogs. Yeah, so we just kicked them out. Reed and Max, we kicked them out of the studio. Because they're not a friend anymore. No way, man. Well, I hope everybody's been having a good week. Uh, hope you've been watching some wrestling. He, he, he's he been trying to see, he's been trying to get me to watch wrestling with him, but I like we had too much stuff to going on, like a podcasting, doing yeah. everything, going shopping, everything. But we're going to get together, and one day we're going to do a watch-along and do a podcast of us watching it. Yeah. Some old school stuff. We're going to start doing that for some bonus stuff. And we might even do a video of us watching it. Yeah. But Trust she... me. Today, we, today we're going to be talking about Hulk Hogan and... Kenny Omega. Somebody from the past and somebody that's wrestling now. That's what we're going to do. We're always going to do somebody from the past and somebody from the, that's wrestling now, from the present. Yeah. And if y'all guys heard that next... Next... Um... Mm, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, and uh, WrestleMania in two years from now, it's going to be in Texas, baby. Yeah, I mean, and my dad and my sister, well, my two sisters, all four of us are going to go watch it in front of the stage where the ring is and the Well, entrance. what we're thinking about doing is doing, doing the uh, WWF uh, All Access deal. So that's going to come out pretty cool. to any yeah. song. I would really come out to a Hulk Hogan song. Yeah. I am a real American. Or would you come out to the NWO Hulk Hogan? NWO Hogan. Sweet. And then me and you be coming out like, too sweet. You be Scott Holes right. and I be Hulk Hogan. Yeah. All right. So I guess we better get started for Ramble Too Much. And we're going to go. There's going to be a little wrestling show come through town. Yeah, me and my dad are going to watch it. We're going to go watch it. Looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Me and my dad are just going to watch it. Yeah. It's going to be cool, dude. All right, I guess uh, we'll get it started in here. Get this started in here. Well, if everybody knows, if you ever watched wrestling, if you know anything about wrestling, you know of Hulk Hogan. He's like... A legend. Yeah, he's another legend like Harley Race and uh, Ric Flair. You Kane know. and The Undertaker. I mean, he's a big-time legend. He kind of helped put uh, wrestling uh, on the map in the 80s. And in the 90s, too. Dang. So Yeah. When the 80s, he was already getting big in the 70s. But, I mean, I'll go, I'll go through all that. I won't give it, give it all away right now. Yeah. But... Okay, Hulk Hogan grew up, like I said, I'm not going to go like real into detail like before, you know, their wrestling career. I'm going to kind of jump in like right before their wrestling career. I didn't go too deep into that. Yeah. I kind of went deeper into all the wrestling stuff because there's more of it 
on, on the, some of these guys. Yeah, that, that old noob. Yeah. But Hogan grew up in Florida. He grew up watching wrestling in Florida. Dang. He idolized uh, Dusty Rhodes. Yes, he used to go see Dusty Rhodes all the time. He just thought he was awesome. But then he quick quickly started looking to uh, superstar Billy Graham as inspiration. Because Billy Graham. Who's Billy Graham? <laughs> I'll show you who he is. That's another guy we're going to go over, too. Yeah. He was like one of the first muscly tan guys. Dang. Yeah. And uh, so Hogan kind of grew up in inspired by him. Well, Hogan dropped out of college and soon started playing bass. In, in local bands and finally landed a part of full-time gig playing with a band and going to the gym to still stay in shape. That's where uh, he met Mike Graham. Yeah, Mike Graham, Jack, and Gerald uh, Briscoe. They uh, discovered him. <coughs> they talked him into trying <coughs> to trying to give pro wrestling a chance. Well, in 1976, Hulk Hogan started training under Hiro Matsuda. He was one of the uh, top trainers of, at the time. And uh, some say, now this isn't for sure. Some people say this didn't happen. Some articles say it does. But some say they, that uh, his trainer broke his leg on purpose. So he was didn't get to wrestle for like six or eight months, however long it takes for a leg to heal. He probably accidentally did it. But I don't know. That's this. That's the, one of the legends, you know. Well, then after that, started training. Da, 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 da. Okay, then okay after after a year of uh, after that after a year of training and. Uh, Towards the end of 1977, he had his first match at Fort Myers, Florida with Brian Blair. For a short time after, he wore a mask and was called the uh, Super Destroyer. Yeah, Hulk Hogan had a mask, and he was called the Super Destroyer. Just like Jeff. Yeah. Then he went to uh, Alabama Territory for a while and formed a tag team with a future star, Brutus the Barber, the Barber Beefcake. But at the time, he went by um, Ed. Ed. So they formed a tag team called Terry and Ed Boulder. Well, <coughs> uh, everybody thought him and uh, Hulk Hogan were brothers, so they just kind of, they weren't really, but they just... Thought that they were. <coughs> that everybody keep thinking that they was. <clears throat> Are you okay? Yeah, I just got a little click in my throat. But, you know, they really weren't, but they, you know, kept kept it up trying to make people think they were. Then he's, then after that, Terry started going by the Hulk boulder as, uh, oh, he started going by Hulk boulder and as Sterling Gold. He got the name, a nickname Hulk because... He was stand, sitting by the guy at a uh, Tonight Show, a late night talk show. And the guy that played the Hulk in the movie at the time, the, the show that came out in the 70s. Oh, yeah. He was sitting by him and he said, man, you're as big as the Hulk. So he kind of started getting, people started kind of calling him the Hulk. He kind of started using that in his name, too. Within well, in May of 1979, 
he got a shot at the NWA championship. And in June of 1979, Hogan won the NWA Southeast Heavyweight Championship. And he defeated, uh, who he defeated was Ox Baker. Later, later that year, Terry Funk, remember him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that crazy guy who likes to go through tables. I like that guy. Then Terry Funk introduced him to uh, Vince McMahon. Vince oh. McMahon, yeah. Vince McMahon. Don't be picking your lip. No, I'm doing this all this because it's, cause it's, cause it's good for my lip right there. Oh. Well, don't be picking too much, ma'am. I'm not. Okay, he won that. Okay, then he defeated Ox Becker. Okay. Later that year, like I said, he had Terry Funk introduced him to Vince McMahon. Vince liked his look, and he was good on the on the mic too. Hogan would face Andre the Giant at the uh, at the uh, Shy Stadium, where they would main event the card. This was before they fought in WrestleMania, and that's the one that we watched a long time ago. I think so. Which was an awesome That match. was a good match. Very good, wasn't it, Jackson? Yeah, I love how he picked him up and body slammed him. Yeah. That guy's big. Mm-hmm. Well, then, in a, in a, he was... A, went back with the... A, he was with the... A, went back to the AWA. Sorry about that. Because uh, he went to film Rocky Three, and uh, Vince said he shouldn't do it, but he went ahead and did it anyway, so he got... Can got fired, so he went back to the AWA. <clears throat> then after that movie, he really started taking off. Hulk Hogan uh, debuted in the NWA, owned by uh, <clears throat> Vern Gagne. And then Hogan uh, started as a heel called a or a heel, which is called a bad guy. And uh, him and uh, and uh, Johnny Valant was his a uh, manager. So he came, uh, he, I'm sorry about that, he never went there. He started out with the NWA and then went to Vince and got fired and then went to the AWA. Sorry about that. Trying to make sure I got this right for you guys. Well, if it's not, if it's not right, then... Email us. Tell us. Instead of saying, that's no good. <laughs> All right. Then after filming that, he had debuted in the AWA. Um... As a heel, you know, a bad guy. And Johnny Valant was his uh, manager. Well, then, uh, man, I swear. Okay. Yeah, okay. Johnny Valant was his manager. But soon after that, the uh, Booker scene, how, how the audience liked him. So they turned him babyface, good guy. Using the Eye of the Tiger as his entrance music, he soon became the uh, company's top babyface. That means he was like the top guy, the top wrestler. Yeah. Hogan was good. He was good, man. Quit, Reed. Okay. So they turned him babyface. Okay, then throughout 1983, he had. Oh, he had a uh, a fight with uh, not a fight, a wrestling. He had a feud with uh, <coughs> Nick Bockwinkle, who was the top champion at the time, Dang. and Bobby the Brain was was his uh, uh, manager. Bobby the Brain Hayden. I don't know if you remember him. I haven't oh. shown you so much of him. 
I need to. I, he was a very good manager, and we will cover him too. I I remember him. Then they had matches. They uh, also ended by Hogan getting screwed by cheating. What? Vern would never put the title on Hogan. With years of getting a title match, he wanted to leave. Oh, years without getting a title match, he wanted to leave. Well, then he went to a New Japan. Hogan achieved achieved early success there. His his nickname was Ichibo, which means number one. So Ichibo. Ew. Or Ichiban. Ichiban, I'm sorry, Ichiban. <laughs> he first he first appeared in May of ninety three in nineteen eighty while he was <clears throat> still with the WWE. He would tour the country <clears throat> from time to time and had matches with uh, Totasuma, Nami, and Adolf the Butcher. And on June 2nd, 1983, Hogan won the International Western Grand Prix X uh, Tournament. Really? Hogan became a he was a huge star in the star in Japan. Dang. Big time star. Oh yeah, he got real famous over there. Wow. Well, a lot of the Japan people love the American style wrestling. Dang. It's pretty famous over there. Yep. Uh, okay. Faced that off, won the belt. Okay. After Vince McMahon bought the uh, company from his father in 1982, <coughs> he had plans to expand the company nationwide as a nationwide promotion. Hogan was set to be the company's top star. On December 27, 1983, defe defeating Bill Dixon, he started out a heel with manager, class with manager Classy Freddie Blassie. That's another good legend we need to look up. He was a good manager and a good wrestler. He Dang. was one of the top stars out there in California. Oh, my God. For years. Dang. So, came back. He was uh, debuted. Da, 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 okay. Then, on January 7th, 1984, Hogan saved Bob, Bob Backlund from a three-on-one attack. And oh. then... That's what switched Hogan to the baby face he is today. Woo! Just three weeks later, Hulk Hogan won his first <coughs> WWE championship, beating the Iron Sheik in Madison Square, Madison Square Gardens. We need to watch that match. That was a good match. I oh. I, I don't think well, I don't think I've showed you that. No, you haven't. Well, Jackson, this was the start of. Uh, Hulkamania, baby. Hulkamania is running wild on you, brother. brother. What are you going to do, brother, when Hulkamania runs wild? On you. What happened? Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother. And nothing that you can do do about it, brother. Eat your, eat your vitamins, say your prayers. That's what, that's what he used to say. Yeah. But that guy is... But that guy's still alive. Oh, yeah, Hogan's still alive. He's not dead. No, he's one of the very few oh, yeah. old-timers that's still alive. Let's tell them about... We will, after we get 
No, Luke Flynn and um, Lacey Evans. Oh, it's just a storyline. We, we're talking about... We don't talk about the present stuff right now. I mean, I guess we can a little after the show. Yeah. Just three weeks after that, uh, he won the title. The Madison Square Garden, okay. Then Hulkamania was born and grew fast. Hulk Dang. was Hulk was everywhere. <clears throat> he started telling, he started calling his fans little Hulksters. I remember that. All my little Hulksters out there, brother. Just do what your parents say. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, go to school, <laughs> do your homework. I always, yeah. I always like doing my homework. Yes, that's what uh, Hulk says. Say Hulk. your prayers, take your vitamins. <laughs> Hulk from the movie? <laughs> the wrestling guy, man. Hulkamania. Okay. Oh, and like I said, he um, called his fans, you know, little Hulksters. And told them to train, say their prayers, and eat their vitamins. Because I remember that as a kid all the time. Oh, my God. He said, say his prayers. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. Oh, my God. Okay. Then he would rip his show. Of course, when he would come in, he wore yellow and red. So when he would come out, he'd come out, and he'd do his ear thing, and then rip his shirt off. And, ah! How about the crowd? Yeah, and then through the match... His finishing move was to drop an atomic leg. I love that move. Man, he'd just drop that big old leg on you in one, two, three. You're done. Yes. That was a good move. But it messes back up after the, through the years. And that's what makes me mad when people say wrestling's 100% fake. It's not. People really get hurt. And plus, they actually did a sit to the hospital. Yeah. Because I should see them driving off with the yeah. person. And I don't return to a couple of years. He uh -huh. a couple of days. Well, then after that, after, you know, his leg drop and all that, and he would always pose after the matches. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> then after the next year, he became the face at the uh, WWE and pushed it into the uh, pop culture. By WrestleMania 1, Hogan was the centerpiece of the event. On March 31st, see, that's the day after my... What the heck, Sorry. Dude? Sorry, guys. That's my bad. See, that happened. That was a day after my birthday. Dang! Sometimes in WrestleManias happen on my birthday on March 30th. I love them years. Hopefully hopefully this year happens on your birthday. I don't think it will, buddy. Mm -hmm. Besides, I think they changed the date already on it. Man. Okay, where was we? Ticket, ticket, ticket. Okay, by WrestleMania 1, he was the centerpiece. Dang. And the main match was Mr. T and Hulk Hogan against Roddy Piper and uh, oh, Paul. T. No, Jackson. Booger T wasn't in the company yet. He wasn't even wrestling. Oh. Mr. T. The guy yeah. with the mohawk with all the jewelry. Oh, that dude. Yeah. That's said I pity the fool. Oh, it yeah. was him against Roddy Piper and Paul oh. Orndorff. And that was oh. a good match. We need to watch that. I really want to see it. Yes, and it's getting close to WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania season, man. I love how it comes up with that chain and goes, and just shakes it in the mic. Yeah. And then goes, Ooga! And drops the mic and runs. <sighs> when he never runs, it just drops the mic. Yeah. On... On Saturday mornings, they had a cartoon show, too. Yeah, there was a cartoon show that came on with all the WWE wrestlers. It I had watched it. that. It had everybody. I loved it. Like the big show, The Fiend. No, The Fiend wasn't even with the company. Well, I'm going to close it there. 
at that's about the middle of his getting to his good part of his career in the WWE. We'll finish that. Um, and now we're going to go over Kenny Omega. And, you know, Hogan's so long, I screwed up. I might have to do his in three. Like in, like in, in three, three podcasts, too. Yeah. It's fine. Because it's so long. Because we can do one tomorrow and then well, another one. Yeah, i got to write the stuff down first. Yeah, but I'm going to do that. I might make do that because, I mean, i still got to cover the rest of his WWE stuff. And then him going to the WCW, that's going to take a whole freaking podcast because he did so much. Yeah. So, that's Hogan. That's Hogan was probably going to turn into a three-parter. But now let's tell them about... Okay, now if I don't know if y'all like this guy or if you do, I'm not too fond of him. But Jackson really likes him. But hey, man. Well, I like how he runs up and does that big old kick. Yes, I know. He does got that. That's a good move. That's a cool move because he runs up and knees you right in the face. But, when, his... he, but when he faced MJF, MJF was just a dirty and low blowed him. Yeah, that's what MJF does, though. But he lost, though. Yeah. MJF lost. I was kind of happy because he didn't have to go and never, ever low blow someone down there. That could really mess up their bad spot. Yeah, and I don't do that anyway, brother. That's just like in the wrestling shows, that isn't it? Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk about Kenny Omega. He is from Canada. He was born in eight, 1983. He didn't grow up watching wrestling much. He uh, first got interested in wrestling when one of his uh, friends went to a uh, Transcono... Oh. Colgate Institute and begin training with uh, Top Rope Wrestling in Winnipeg. Mm, that's pretty good. He uh, he was playing hockey and and then uh, quit and focused on wrestling. Mm. Uh, Bob J trained Kenny for a year. At Dang. the uh, age of sixteen, he debuted in two thousand. <coughs> And he continued to wrestle for Top Rope Championship Wrestling for two years. Then he made a uh, character named Kenny Omega, who he is now. And uh, that character was like a a surfer dude. Well, then in 2001, he focused everything, uh, focused focused all on wrestling. Then in 2001, uh, Kenny debuted in Premier Championship Wrestling. And Kenny Omega defeated Adam Knight on September the 18th in 2003 for the heavyweight championship. Dang. Yeah. But he lost then it. in November 26th, he lost it to uh, Rawls Kills. Rawls Kills. Then on August uh, 2004, he teamed with uh, with that guy again, Rawls Kills, and won the tag team champ championships. But then a the month later, they lost them to the same team. So the team they won them from, they lost them to. Why did they have, they have to lose them to the same people? I don't know. That's kind of stinky. Because when you lose the championship, you can't have another match. I know. Then he showed up on the uh, NWA anniversary 
anniversary, 50, his 56th anniversary, Kenny showed up to a challenge for the NTAX Division Championship. And he would later win an eight-man tournament. He won the Premier Cup in the NWA Canada Division Championship on June 2nd. He would lose the title in a, in September. Then he signed with the uh, DSW, a WWE development, developmental program. He made his debut on August 2007 to 2005. But then did uh, did not long. But not long after he went out of his uh, contract to go back to the PCW. Dang, dude. Yeah, so he didn't stay with the WWE long. No, no. no. Then uh, after that, he never went back to the WWE. And on September fourteenth of two thousand six, he returned to PCW. PCW. Oh. Yeah. Then, oh yeah, and then on, on to PCW, then on, G on January 13th, 2008, Kenny uh, won the PCW Heavyweight Championship. Then he continued to have the uh, belt off and on. Kenny made his debut in Japan on August the 8th in 2007 when he won the uh, championship on March 8th, 2008. He would lose the uh, title at the uh, next pay-per-view he would be stripped of the title of lightweight heavyweight after winning it. That sucks. Yeah. Got it and get it ripped off. Then on July 25th, 2008, he would make his uh, Ring of Honor debut. He would come back soon. He never won the uh won uh he never won any titles there. His uh Japanese dates were keeping him from uh keeping him there. Then on September of 2000, uh, in January, I'm sorry, in January of thir January 31st of 2010, Kenny made his debut on New Japan New Japan Wrestling, where he won the tag team belts. But then uh, he lost them a month later. It's always a month later he wins them and then loses them. Well, I've had them about a month. I think it's time I lose them. Yeah. That's crazy. You just you just have to win your championship and go, oh yeah, yeah. And do that big old knee, big old knee, big old knee. And then uh, he won the they won the tag. Okay, the lost. He was going. He was he was uh, getting uh, popularity in Japan fast. Then he joined the Bullet Club in two thousand six of two thousand four, and then. Uh, wow. Yeah, he was part of the Bullet Club in Japan. That's Dang. Where that's, where that's where the Bullet Club started. Wow. Then he won the IWCP uh, Junior Heavyweight for the first time. Then on September 23rd, 2015, he lost the title to the to Kushuda, but he got the title back a month later. Why is it always a month later? I don't know. And then wins them again. It's crazy. I don't know. He's on a month schedule here. Month schedule now. <laughs> and then the uh, after that, soon the Bullet Club broke up. Some of the members went to the WWE, and eventually Kenny came to the AEW, where he is now, and he's the AEW champion. Yeah, because he beat and, John Moxley for it. And uh, he, um, him and uh, him, um. God dang it, who was his tag team partner? Cody? No, they, they was the tag team champions. The Cowboy. 
Oh, that guy, he, yeah. oh, he's not his tag team partner yeah. anymore. Yeah, I know they're not tag team partners anymore, but yeah, he was the tag team uh, championship champion with that guy. Until, until, until the Jumbox started being... Kenny Omega's friend, and yeah. then that's when they just broke so up. So what do you think of the AEW so far, Jackson? Good, because I love how Kenny Omega, because I watched AEW last week, Kenny Omega sat out a table, and then one of the young bucks need him, lead the ref right and then gut, and then the ref is like, ooh, and then they just knocked him out, and then another ref came, but they were distracting him. And then Kenny Omega need him to the table and then need him again and then won and won his champion and that and that's how he won the championship from John Moxley. Oh my gosh. But John Moxley got it back now. I don't know what's gonna happen <coughs> next. We don't know. <laughs> we try to keep up with the with everything that's today today so we can report to you guys but because Kenny Omega might be months later losing his job. Losing. So we got the uh, WrestleMania coming up, and we just yes. got through watching the Royal Rumble. What two weeks ago? No, last Sunday. Yeah, and yeah, a week ago. Yeah, my dad didn't know that Edge won. Yeah, I fell because, asleep because Randy was like, "Oh my new coach," and then came back at the end. See, I figured Randy would pull some chicken crap like that. Yeah, like always, he always goes. He always oh. does that. But. Easy, but he did the RKO to, to Edge, and then, but Edge woke up in time before he got eliminated, and then Randy was like, oh, because they need him on the gut, and then he speared him and then eliminated him. Randy was like, no, I you wasn't ready. You can't do that to me. No, he was like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And the butter ref was like, sorry, Edge won. But he was no. like, oh. No. And so he just stormed off and went, Ugh! I should have. Like, he won, like, about 50 Royal Rumbles back then. Yeah. So you can't beat that. Can't and beat you, that. And you can't beat that. Yeah. I love that. That I do win a... Um, day, day I don't time. know the rest of that. Oh, you want me to sign it off? Yeah. You guys don't forget to check our show out. Right now we're just on Spotify. I don't got us anywhere else just yet. But I'm getting uh, videos together for us to get our YouTube channel going. Yeah, we, we, go check out my two sisters. What, what are those? Ghost Stories Told from the South and What's Really Out There. Yeah, they talk about like haunted stuff and like yes, everywhere. Yes, we love that ghost stuff. Yeah. When Jackson gets older, he can do it with us if he ain't too scared. No, but I, yeah, we'll report to that yeah. when we grow that wrestling thing. We're pretty pumped up for it. Yeah, I've never go- been to a live show in a long time. Yeah, he's like he's going to video and send it to our cousins. I'm not going to videotape. What are you talking about? No, I mean like if it's one of your favorites. No, I'm not videotaping anything. We're going to be watching it live. But literally, we're going to be there. But Ringside, and, baby. But my two sisters, one of them loves John Cena. Yeah. And the other one loves AJ. AJ Styles. And then Stephanie on AEW loves Cody. She don't like MJF, and Jackson thinks MJF's all. Because cause MJF did a low blow to him and won the champ. Yeah, won and said, it's him. my turn. Oh, no, it's my time. No, I, no, he just said, I'm better than you, and pinned him. But, his, but literally, he like changes the song. He goes, do 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 when we first saw them, yeah. and then now it goes, I'm better than you, and you know. You crazy kid. 
Oh yeah, and sometimes okay, my dad bud. broke the PlayStation. Let's wrap up. it up. See y'all guys tomorrow. You guys check in on our show. Remember, every Tuesday morning, that sucker drops on Spotify at six. So come check out. What's the show called, Jackson? Wrestling 101 with Jackson, and I am your co-host Stephen Booth, and I am your host Jackson Booth, and. Have a good night. Woo! That's right, brother. Oh, yeah.